Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. What is up, guys? Welcome to part two of this episode on work-life balance and what it's like for us to be living our lives as pastors and uh, trying to figure out what it's like for us to balance that out with our family life and our personal life at home and all that stuff. I hope that you guys have really enjoyed these last couple of episodes. And uh, like I said, at the last, uh, the end of this last episode that we just had last week, um, you know, man, this conversation was so awesome that we literally had to split it into two. And so um, I hope that you guys um, have uh, been able to go back and listen to that first part. If you haven't, and you've made it to this one, uh, go back and listen to that one first. I promise this one will not make make any sense to you at all. Um, but we, uh, we just finished up talking a little bit about what it's like, um, for us to maybe bring our spouses to camp, you know, me and Matt being, um, youth pastors and Nate, um, used to be a youth pastor. He's old now, but you know, that's, you know, we don't fault him for that. Um, but, uh, you know, and now we're going to be starting to talk a little bit more about what it's like for us to figure out like the normal day-to-day balance of our wives and, uh, our families being a part of our ministry on a day-to-day. So, um, here's the next part of that conversation. Yeah. And I, we have a, um, Honestly, I feel like my wife and I have a pretty good setup with those things. Like she's pretty invested in our, in my ministry, right? Like to the point where literally I just said our ministry, cause that's honestly how it feels, you know, but, um, like she's like top female leader, you know, for youth. Like, so like when we go on these camps, like, or trips, like if she's not there, like there's a hole, right. You know, like, like people, people want her to be there, right? Like this past year, um, this this past summer we weren't able to because my grandmother had a surgery and usually my my parents come and and watch the kids for the whole week while we're gone um which is awesome but um that meant that lexi couldn't go to camp and um and that was like a huge miss you know like it was like it was just like a like not i mean nothing didn't happen because she was there or like, you know, and God still moved in her girls' lives and stuff. But, um, but it was like, I had to find another leader, you know, to replace her, you know, because it was just, you know, she's a part of the team just as much as, you know, a bunch of other volunteers that we take over this. So that's interesting because like, I remember, um, my wife, Emily transitioning kind of out of that role. You know, there was a time where when, um, Riley was born and I, I got a new job at a new church and and I got to set up the structure the from kind of the ground up and having that conversation with her saying hey do you want to be a do you want to be a leader and she said I don't want to be a small group leader anymore like I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm working a job I want to get home. I want to have evenings with my new baby and um, at that time she still was like a part of our check-in team and she would still come up to youth and help out and the youth groups there was the youth group loved the baby loved Riley and everything but then our next move to Raleigh she just finally said hey I'm just ready to kind of step out of youth ministry and now she just volunteers for our kids ministry and she loves Mm -hmm. it she has a role that she loves and so she's just all in with the youth and she comes up on our Sunday night high school night and just hangs out and that's kind of a question I kind of want to get to eventually too is once again that how, how much do you want your kids around the youth group and how you know what's that window into your life that you want to express to kids but 
but yeah, so that's that's it's just an interesting thing of a conversation that we had to have, and then you know her stepping out of that that youth role, that lead female leader role, and me mm-hmm. being willing to listen and hear what she was saying and saying like, okay, I got to listen, and no matter my st- my stress at my job cannot be put onto my wife and what she wants to decide to do or not to do wow. right yeah. so her saying no is just like any other leader saying no and i and i just remember very vividly thinking like oh i need to separate these two emotions right now of like mm-hmm. removing the guilt and pressure of me trying to uh, to get her to do something that she just wants to step off of right wow. shout out to chip taylor one of the leaders main guys of intern academy he helped me with that very concept at a lunch one time where he's just like, your wife has permission to say no more than any other volunteer. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I thought it was opposite. And he's like, no, no, no. Your wife goes through things that no one else will ever understand, ever know. Um, she gets to be as, as much or as little as part of something as she wants. Where, cause it was one of those things like, I was like, hey, do I need to require her to be there every Wednesday? Where at the time she was like, I kind of come, kind of can't. Well that's not, not okay for a general volunteer the way I did youth ministry. But yet he said, no, she can jump in, jump out. Like she goes through things that no one else will know. And so yeah. uh, it helped change that perspective for me a lot. Well, what do you think? Like, what about like, do you guys write up job descriptions for each role? So we have so many teams. We, we're such a team oriented people. We have job descriptions. Do you, is there a point where you have to maybe go to your wife and say like, Hey, uh, you're ch- jumping out a lot that actually doesn't quite match up to this agreement <laughs> to this role is according so, to chip that's okay <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know i feel like that's honestly um you know one too that like i haven't really had to find that you know like where like you're talking about like your wife doing like kids men and stuff like that um that's cool but i, I like i know my my wife is not like like she doesn't wake up in the morning and think like, oh, let me, you know, go hang out with a bunch of kids. You know, it's like she likes our kids, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, like the teenage thing is definitely her her vibe, you know. And so like I haven't really um, like she knew coming into our marriage. that it's like, OK, we're we're going to be doing youth ministry for a long time. And she's passionate about it like like I am, you know. And so so that was like so, like something when our you know, even when we were just setting up our, our marriage, it was just like a part of it. Um, and, um, so, you know, I don't know, but uh, they, but definitely like understanding, you know, like those nights where, Hey, I'm just going to have to miss because our, our kids, like me and the kids, like, we just need to not be there tonight. It's like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. It's like totally fine. And I think that happens with every leader. That's not like unique to our wives, right? I think what's unique to our wives is we are more likely to look at them and be be mad, right? We're more (laughs) likely to say something to them that we wouldn't necessarily say to the endless amount of times leaders have canceled last minute for all sorts yeah. of family things and i and then generally in my heart i'm always like yeah definitely be there for your family but for some reason there's certain people like maybe not always just your wife but certain people where you're like come on you agreed to this. you know what i mean and that's where it's just a, you have to be so careful and and have that that like heart that chip taught nate and nate has and and i think i try to model that like okay cool i support you you know you're good yeah. Yeah. So sure. what, so let me ask you this question, um, is how much do you like in youth ministry, obviously we're trying to, you know, or in ministry in general, I don't need to lead pastor. Um, but 
you know, there's a certain phase of life that we talk through, right? You know, sixth through 12th grade for us, it's fifth through 12th grade. And so we talk about all the things that happen at school and the scripture and discipleship and all those things we want them to grow. But there's this other side of it where they do get to see in our, in our personal lives a whole lot, right? They get to, we invite them into our homes sometimes, or we, our families are there, the kids are running around. What is y'all's opinion on how much access students get to see into your family and your lifestyle? Okay, so lots of, <laughs> okay. Well, lots of, I, I was trying to, I didn't want to cut anybody off. I, again, I'm kind of like a unique situation. I mean, we are a very, open book you know very open home if you will um you know we we have a life group every saturday night where all the kids are at our house while we're at my neighbor's house and then we all come over and eat and hang out and like they see us do bedtime routine all that stuff can i throw um, something can i throw something out there real quick for all yeah. our listeners like let's say if you had one end of the spectrum where basically your house is an open door to people coming in whenever they whenever they want like it is the most like it's like a hostel, right? Like people can come and stay, right? And then there's the other side of the spectrum where it's like, no, this is my home. No one is allowed in. No, I don't want anybody to even have my address. I don't want people. I have contacted Google Maps about blocking out my house for knowing to find it. Nate is on that other side of the spectrum. <laughs> Nate, to, an, to an extent. Now, Hope will say, okay, whoa. <laughs> you're, um, okay, no, this is interesting because I would say your house is the most open house I have ever seen to having people in and out of it and around it and that well, kind of it, I've ever seen. Within reason, like we did have to learn, like I had to learn, like Hope is more introvert than extrovert. And so if we did have Thursday night wide open, Friday night wide open, everybody over then I would have to limit it to say, okay, Saturday, Sunday, it's just us. Because where I could go, I could do the volleyball league in my backyard and then have the Bible study and have this and that. But I could do a volleyball league in the backyard. You did have yeah, a volleyball did. league. Did. Okay. did have a volleyball league in yeah. our backyard. And so that was like Friday night. And then Saturday. one time, you know, when my kids were, were super young and we had all these young adults, like they didn't have kids and they were over like three, four, five nights a week, you know, till really late. You know, and she did have to say, hey, just not every night. So we, we had to limit it um, for sure. Drew and Lexi's house, I can guarantee you, is very open. People come, crash day, whatever, mm -hmm. as well. Um, but you also have to judge it by season. You know, if if you're in a season of, man, you and your wife are exhausted and you haven't had a day, eight night in two weeks, like you have to limit it, you know, for sure, even when it's an open house, open door. Um, and again, so you kind of alluded to this question earlier, when you are an open house and an open door like we are, um, what what it's okay for your kids to be exposed to and not, you know, like with my little ones running around, we are a very unchurched church, man. So you can have some conversations in my living room that are like, you know, PG-13 rated R. They're like, I don't want my eight-year-old hearing that. Um, so that's where you got to send them upstairs or whatever. But um, I guess I guess my question is like, do you like the fact that they're being kind of exposed to this ministry world? For sure. Um, do you like the fact though that these unsaved Christians are getting exposed to your Christian family world? Like, wh where does ministry meet um, just convenience? I guess to having those people in Dude, the house so much. I love it. So my my wife's family is not saved or not church. The the fact that we ever have someone in our home, they think you know, is just unheard of, and. There's a famous uh, name around here called Miss G, which is my <laughs> wife's grandma, who is that grandma that's opinionated about everything. And we had an intern live with us all summer long. 
And Miss G said something at church about, I can't believe y'all had that, whatever. And my five-year-old, I call him Haybug, he literally said, Dad, Miss G said we shouldn't have people stay at our house. And I told her, but Miss G, that's how my dad tells him about Jesus. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> "Oh, nice. there you go. Like, we've created a culture. And I saw it in your house, Drew. Like, they just, our kids embrace it. They understand it. Like, no, our home, our room, our, our you know, my, my son gave up his his truck bed all summer long and, and slept from room to room, like, <laughs> That's just how we roll, man. Like this is hey, man, you're, you're talking to two guys who actually own a truck. So when you say truck bed, we think of real like <laughs> no, truck like, beds. Can you this is a podcast? You might have to no, explain very, very nice, probably nicest mattress in our house, his bed, which is like a car bed. Um and and granted, like, yeah, I gave it up. And again, we talk about Chip Taylor. I mean, his family with their homes and their things like his high school kids would all crashed in their room to, to host youth groups and families. I mean, yeah. it's how you create that culture and embrace it with your kids. And it, to me, it's like being at church or in your home, make them love it, you know, make mm -hmm. it to where it's an awesome thing. I mean, we had a big leadership team here, you know, and that ended up hanging out late. And, and these leaders who are the cream of the crop are playing Uno with my five and eight year old, you know, yeah. and, and that's what I want them to be around. So it's not yeah. just all the bad either. You know, it's, it's the good. Now there are those moments like that just happened four days ago where I'm telling some guys a story about how we have to be yoked and around other believers. And I said, like when I was a teenager and I used to cuss a lot and, and the girl I was dating cussed all the time and I was trying to stop cussing. And my eight year old, my stepdaughter walks around the corner from the couch and just looks at me, Nate, Nate, you used to cuss. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> and then, crap. And then, and then that night she goes, mom did you know nate nate used to cuss a lot and i was like oh shoot. yeah so you have to kind of you know balance that for sure but how you treat them how you you know hey this is this is our house that god has blessed us with that will help and serve others so, you know and they, they're starting yeah. to embrace that so drew with me and you have a, a daughter with some special needs obviously yep. you also have a wife what how do and it sounds like um you have a pretty open house and in people yeah. come and go a little bit um how do you what boundaries do you put up to, to to work with your wife to make sure it doesn't go overboard like how do you protect your family from just stressing I, I don't know what the right word i'm looking for is but i guess stressing out to the max to where yeah you know you're not worried about her getting so mad she's throwing things at you kind of thing yeah no and honestly i think um to begin with like the reason why our house is set up that way is because we did that intentionally you know like we bought our house with like like we bought a house with a bigger living room which is hard to find in north carolina you know and like and so like things like that and like a backyard that we can use and stuff but like not not with the intention of like oh like i just need a big house you know whatever and like no it's like literally for the intention of we're going to be doing ministry things at this house um, and we want it to be open like that and like and you know it was just that was the whole idea um and so um so she she's on board with all that stuff um and um i think honestly the best thing that i do to like help make it so we don't get overstressed on those things because honestly kinsley can have some bad days sometimes um how did we lose oh no um i, I like, think he did <laughs> yeah i was gonna say uh, it's all right but the um the thing that I do um, that I think helps the best on on those things is not being afraid to cancel. 
um you know and yeah. like that's that's the thing is like for um for kinsley's sake like if i know she's having a bad day um and she's gonna freak out and it's like you know if she gets overstimulated and stuff like she's just gonna have a screaming fit and just be stuck upstairs um and uh and lexi will be stuck with her watching a movie in a room or something like that um which sucks you know when the whole point is for us to be able to connect with students and or you know if we have families over or whatever um and so um so just well, not just being afraid say, yeah i saw you live that out firsthand because me and uh three college guys <laughs> needing a place yep. to crash i knew and i and i told you like yes i know lexi's cool with us all staying there that night but if anything comes up do let us know cancel last yeah. minute like yeah knowing you've created this environment with your family that's open to that but also we need to respect the fact that if something went down last minute or if Lexi, you know, or you or either one has a, has a breakdown or whatever and needs that time, like you've got to speak up. And I am bad. I was used to be real bad about that. Like, nope, hope we said, yes, we can't back out now. We're going right. to put them out. Yeah. And as Matt alluded to earlier, we'll put our wives out and we'll put our family out to not right. put the Drews and Matt's out or whatever. And yet we have to have a daily check like, like Hey, are you still cool with this? You know, I know yeah. lots happened or whatever and, and cancel. <laughs> cancel yeah. Well, and just having the wisdom to know when it's, when it's not time, you know, <laughs> it's like right. the, you know, and honestly too, I mean, like, you know, uh, we had, you know, when we had you guys stay, it was cause you were in between camps and stuff like that. Right. And, and we were, you know, in the middle of VBS, <laughs> like literally, yeah, and, and like VBS is a big deal, right? Like I'm, you know, I have a team of four, ladies that I managed to do that here, but like we had 400 people on our campus, you know, that night, you know, and they, you guys got to come and hang out and do that a little bit with us. And it was really cool. Yeah. But like, um, if Kinsley was having a rough time with the stuff for VBS, I a hundred percent would have called you and said, Hey dude, I need you to yep. get a hotel. Sorry. <laughs> you, know, like, yep. you know, but that's, but that's like just knowing the the wisdom of like, Hey, actually it's going great. You know? And like, and in my situation, it's a little different because I, I have to, you know, maybe warn, you know, people on the way in like, Hey, just so you know, my daughter's probably yeah. going to scream in your face at least five times while you're here. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. I was going to say like, to a certain degree, two things really. One is you got to be, you got to let people know that you're not a perfect family, yeah. right? Oh, like sure. you got to be comfortable. You got to, in your heart of heart. And I, and I know that's, um, and, our, and in your wife's heart of heart in your family's heart of heart, you got to say, Hey, are we comfortable with people seeing a little bit of our mess? Yeah. Right. Or, or sometimes a lot of bit of our, a mess. lot of our mess. <laughs> right. And, right. And honestly, I think we're, you know, um, as far as Lexi and I have been like, you know, as far like even from stage, like talking and, you know, just talking about real life, like the idea of, um, communicating that authenticity of like, Hey, like, um, I'm not giving you crap, you know, like this isn't just something that I came up with sitting in my desk, um, in this like comfiness, you know, it's like, no, this is real. This is like this, this affects me just like it should affect you. You know, like, um, you know, like my life is not perfect. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like not, not only is it not perfect, but I need Jesus just as much as you do. <laughs> and, so, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> and that, and that's where I love when people come in and see the mess and they go, my life's not perfect, but Jesus is perfect. And this is how yeah. my family goes to Jesus, right? This right. is everything we've learned from Jesus. Like we put it in practice too. And mm -hmm. that's where I do like, uh, people seeing into my life and seeing the mess and seeing that, um, 
don't maybe my pedestal just drop a little bit sure okay right like maybe i'm not uh perfect but at the same time like i do want them to see the god who is perfect and how right. we go back and that's where the second thing with my with my um wife is like i remember one time um i st- i planned a student leaders meeting at our at our at our condo at the time and they come over and it was a fairly normal thing it wasn't necessarily new it was a fairly normal thing well one week my wife has our uh church program or like our bulletin and she just looks over at me and she goes oh so student leaders are coming to our house today oh that's happened to me a lot (laughs) and i'm like oh i am in big like that sucks not and 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 then in that moment i just looked at her and then we've had we we worked through this in our communication i just said honey i need some grace from you on this right i need grace from you like i know that i should have filled you in on this um so is this do i is this a time where you can show me grace right but i really try to acknowledge like i am willing to work on this i'm not gonna just go oh shucks honey you know me i'm just the goofy youth pastor who doesn't communicate no it was like i hey i messed up i'm gonna try to do better can you show me grace in this situation or like you guys said do we need to hit the eject button and um just do it so we just try to have those conversations as quickly as possible and you know sometimes she just goes okay but let's she kind of gives me the like let's talk about this later and then as a like as a man and as someone who's in cohorts like this and having conversations like this i make sure that people are holding me accountable that i'm following up with my wife to have these conversations afterwards and things like that and so if you're in ministry alone right now and you don't have you know people that's holding you accountable as a christian as a husband as a father then um i would just say you you really need to um I think you just that's something you really need to look for because it's going to be hard to 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 not have perspective of other people going through the same thing across the board if you're single in ministry you need somebody holding you accountable because there's a lot of stuff there too like there's no area of ministry that you're like i got this i'm okay i don't need anybody (laughs) nope and that's, that's the idea. Kind of the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the lunch table, right? Like, you if you so. are not if you are not getting around a lunch table with some other people that you can talk about this with, and I, and I, you know, to 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 a certain degree, I guess, because you also got to, you know, and this might be another topic, but you got to be careful about airing laundry that your wife doesn't want to be aired out there. But but to a certain degree, you need to have these conversations about family, kids, youth group. Um, how much are you know how comfortable are you both in your dark dirty laundry getting aired out there and all that kind of thing without yeah without saying what it is do y'all have those taboo topics your wife have been like okay you make a lot of jokes you are really open but you better not joke or talk about this <laughs> i do <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you going to open well, up on the podcast? No, now? I'm not allowed to tell you what it is because she told me not to mention what it is. Is it a three-letter word that starts with S? Man, could possibly <laughs> be that. Sin, Nate. I was just talking about sin. The sin, sin in y'all's oh, life. Oh, yeah, no, that one's wide open. Wow, what's on your what's on your mind all the time, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll say this for our young listeners, okay? That I think I think older listeners, I, I pray really do. You should know this. One, um, I hang out with some young single guys, and they talk about how ladies look, right? They talk about looks. I do not talk about looks of any other woman other than I don't, not even my wife. Like I do not talk about the way right. people look. Um, so that's a taboo talk pick 
for me that like even if it's like something like we, the, the Black Widow came up the other day and somebody made a comment about Scarlett Johansson right and it, it wasn't inappropriate it wasn't dirty it wasn't raunchy um but i was just like uh zip i'm out of this conversation like i'm not i'm not <laughs> which gonna means make you think comment. she's hot you just admitted that well regardless hot or not hot <laughs> it was actually about one of her it was okay so like okay this is lunch table this isn't gonna like i don't think it's get too popular it was actually about like a weird <laughs> little thing on her that they didn't like that they didn't like and i almost said something the thing that came to my mind was something else that i didn't like and then i'm like you know what to these guys i'm just not gonna go there where i'm right. one for my wife and one for just respecting women in general like but there but that's something with my wife i don't i do i never belittle her i never embarrass her i please never pass her disclaimer please listeners do not go google scarlett johansson and try to find what you don't like about her body please. <laughs> 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 yeah and scarlett if you're listening i think you do great job in your movies Wait, yes yep. you're awesome good job yep <laughs> well hey on that note though legit this is so cool that comes up a good friend of mine in ministry uh, she's a female youth pastor and we were at camp last week and <laughs> a former student that i follow on instagram whatever will make some very provocative pictures i even asked i said man as a as a as a former youth pastor and stuff i struggle with who to not follow whatever and um you don't want to just cut them off and then be like what the heck well it was a pretty provocative uh, bathing suit picture and the female youth pastor goes wow good for her like she's kept her body in check and i'm like not good for her we're not allowed to see this like scroll <laughs> down so like you just have to be very careful like yeah. you know what are your rules what what are you set up with my my two summer interns are college guys they are about to graduate from college they have very strict social media rules that i thought wow i i wouldn't even recommend that necessarily but then again oh i see it now like that's why you're very careful so yeah it's whew, it's it's a lot um, to answer your question about taboo topics, we just we just both agree to support each other when in ministry. Like we just yeah. we just both agree not to not to um, make fun of each other. That's outside of silliness. I mean, yeah, we'll do some silly sure. things and stuff, but yeah. But for the most part, I just really try to support her the best I can. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's a great point because even in a silly topic at our life group Saturday night, I kind of made a joke with Hope, and she kind of gave me that. Rah mad look and someone goes wow nate and i go to you for marriage counseling are you sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have to be careful i'm like oh yeah. we're playing or whatever so yeah. but once again I, i'm sorry just that's why i just i'm going to emphasize finding that group of guys that you can talk yeah. to like and it's not it's not your youth leaders all the time but it is a lunch table with a few people but yeah sorry drew go ahead no it's cool and i feel like sometimes like for for me um you know like kind of like having the accountability really helps but like being able to have that accountability with your wife and like learning like, Hey, um, you know, not necessarily like which topics, like, I don't, I don't necessarily have like taboo topics. Like there's ones that I have experience of like, probably not going to talk about that, right? that. <laughs> but, but it's not like a, like a, okay, never talk about that again. You know, like, yeah. you know, like not putting the kibosh on it or something like that, you know, whatever, but like the, um, you know, I think for us, you know, just like learning the balance on certain things. Um, and then like when we talk about our family life or like what our life together is like um, in a ministry setting, you know, like sometimes my wife will, you know, you know, speak 
at a women's event or something like that and she wants to bring up something from our life that's like okay like actually kind of hard or whatever it is you know um we talk about it you know it's like um you know even if it's in a small group like you know i'm talking about you know specific kind of sin or something like that from the stage and then she's going to her small group and she's planning on hey i want to talk about this is that okay with you you know it's like and i would do the same thing with her you know it's like if we yeah. had something where it was like hey it was a really hard part of our life or or something that we've gone through together you know like are you okay with me talking about this you know and like just getting the okay alone is like way that that's been super helpful for us because it's like and i've never really had one where it's like oh like no don't say that <laughs> you know it's like right. it's more yeah. like just only share this part of it you know it's like because right. we don't need you know not that it would you know we're being untruthful or something like that but it's just like we don't need the nitty-gritty part of it we need the we need the this is what you can learn from part of it you know it's like and unless it's a birthday party or diamond rings uh wives don't love surprises especially in sermons <laughs> right <Truth>. like oh, <laughs> they um and even like one time i i wanted to do a talk about yeah like our very first fight at the time it was a silly fight and i thought it was a funny illustration but even that i just made sure i just ran it by her you know to yeah. say hey this is a story this is how i want to use it um, I might embellish some of this stuff, you know, is, is that okay? You know, yeah. and, and, um, and she yeah, was cool the with it. With that is you have to come up with stuff ahead of time. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's why, like the thing that you can come up with ahead of time is I'm about to tell this story. Oh, nope. I'm not going to tell nope, this story. I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Like that's what you can plan in ahead of time is that kind of thing and stuff. Yeah. But, well, and part of that too, is that like, um, you know, even even if you knew she was going to be okay with it you know and like and i mean even you know for you you know female ministry leaders out there um like even if you had your husband and they're okay with it or whatever whatever it is like your significant other if they're okay with it and you don't ask and then someone says something about oh hey like like are you and this person okay like just in a joking way or whatever they're gonna be like wow what are you what are you talking about <laughs> it's like yeah. or, or they tell you that they recount this story of, that was funny that you had from a, a sermon and then like and then your wife's like uh you didn't even say anything like and wow. i just got hit you know like out of freaking nowhere about mm. something that actually sucked about our lives <laughs> you know it's like yeah. <laughs> like like uh, warning, please. <laughs> you know, anything, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, come on. Like, it's like, I don't care if you shared the story, but like, now I just look like an idiot. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think this is just true for at all times is like, no matter when you, what, no matter what you do, be willing to listen to the people around you and especially your wife above all, right? Like, like don't respond with like, Oh, come, you're being, you're overreacting or, Oh, come on. Like, what's the big deal? Like right. whatever it is, like you really need to listen to what they're saying. Right. And, um, do your best to respect what they're saying and that kind of thing. Um, we, I think this is going to be a two-parter in our podcast series. I mean, this is such a huge topic. I don't know if we're going to want to, we might even make this a three-parter where we talk about this again, but um, Nate, any last comments that you might have just to kind of summarize this, this conversation and, and wrap this up? Shoot, man. I'd, I'd say the summary is just like pretty much every topic we talk about. Um, you got to do what works for you and your church and your setting, your environment, and definitely in your family. So 
I hope no one listening to this, you know, someone listening to this is like, oh, see, spouse, we're supposed to be more open in our home. Like, what's wrong with you? No, that's not the, the point. Um, it's to know your family. If you lose your family, you lose, <laughs> period. Yeah. And so um, do what works for you. Pray together. Make decisions together, not just, well, this is the way it should be or or whatever, um, but be on the same page. And what works at LifeSpring might not work at Liberty or LifePoint and vice versa. Um, what works for Didways might not work for the Wallingfords, but yet each each family is unique and each situation is different and make sure you address it accordingly. Yeah. Drew, what about you, man? How would, how would you summarize and, and wrap up this conversation? I mean, honestly, I would say that like, um, like your wife, your husband, you know, wherever you're at, male, female, whatever, um, like they are meant to be your partner, right? Like not, not just in life, you know, but if you're in ministry, like God put them in your life, like for the purpose of, of getting you closer to him. Right. You know, and that's, that's not just in like your life outside of ministry, you know, and that no matter what role they're in, right. Like, you know, Lexi is like super, super involved in my ministry. And I know that like, you know, like we're talking about like Emily kind of like moving on to kids men on Sunday mornings and stuff like that. That doesn't mean that she's less of a partner to Matt in ministry, right? Like wow. that it's just a different role on the visual side. Right. You know? And so like knowing that we have to have these conversations and have to be um, partnered, you know, to our, our spouse, like that's, that's important, right? You know, like that's something that goes, um, you know, like goes beyond the like, oh, we're just going to figure it out. Like you got to have something there to, to partner with them, um, you know, and, and to not just like let things just roll downhill, you know, cause that's, that is when you lose, you know, like when you lose yeah. your family, like what, what Nate was saying is like, you, you just, you just miss out on the best things. Um, cause not only do you need their support, you know, in, in all this stuff, but you need their, their buy-in with you. Um, and, and so, um, just important to, to just think about, you know, even if it's, you're on your way into ministry, you gotta start having those conversations now, you know, it's like, or mm-hmm. if you're just, you're in a dating relationship, like it doesn't matter. Like these right. conversations are important. Um, and you got You gotta have them. You gotta partner up with this person that God has given you. Yeah. I mean, I think to summarize for myself, it's like, obviously try to know God, trust God most, but know your family more than, you know, your ministry right? Like no, no family more than ministry. And I think that that goes a long way with where you're going. Well, we hope that you, Oh, go ahead. On that note, Matt, you need to go know where your child is right now. It's been about 45 minutes to an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Hey, I got a staff, like uh, even wrap this up. Like our whole staff loves Riley. They know her. I walk out, they talk with her, they hang out with her. Like this, okay. I might get some hate mail in for this, but like, I have no doubt that if, the whole step if they see her you know what i mean they know who she is and she sure. knows them and so i mean with saying that I, I i know where she is i think i mean i'm pretty sure she's uh watching her kindle right now but uh at least i haven't seen her leave the room yet but i promise my my daughter is safe and sound and in a good that's place good. That's and good. all those things so hey i hope you can find your lunch table um i hope if you didn't get around a table with a group of people um this week i hope you enjoyed this podcast uh let us know what you think let us know some questions that you might have i'm sure there's a place to put comments shoot emails all the 
those kind of things. I'm going to say what I hear on other podcasts all the time is rate us. I think that's like a podcast thing is, 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 is give us a rating, give us a thumbs up, share with us with a friend. Honestly, do it great if you don't i understand I, i've never rate podcast myself except for drew's podcast i do rate drew's podcast hey, five star that's what's up <laughs> <laughs> all right uh guys have a good one see you later um look forward to the next lunch table with you all peace